The following episode was recorded over Zoom during the COVID lockdown. The technical audio quality may have room for improvement, but we did what we could and hope you can still enjoy our story and adventure. Hey there, Carmichael here. You're listening to Fables of Refuge, a series led by my good friend Jarrett Sullivan with our friends and creative peers, Jess Ayers, Allie Fitzgerald, Carter H. Michael, and Laura Daly. This is the first of many series planned, our firstborn child, if you will. If you like what we're doing or think you have the means to generously chip in and make our stuff better, please head over to patreon.com slash fablesd20. If you've never played D&D or watched or listened to any Dungeons & Dragons content before, I got you covered. Basically, it's an improvised adventure game where the players roleplay as their characters to tell an unscripted long-form story. They generally can do whatever they want, but the results of their actions are dictated by the Dungeon Master and the rolls of dice. The standard die used is a 20-sided dice called a D20, and basically the higher the roll, the better the outcome, one being total failure, 20 being total success. With that being said, let's begin. We're live. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Fables of Refuge. Uh, this is a live play Dungeons & Dragons game where we play in a campaign setting of my creation. I'm your dapper Dungeon Master, Jarrett Sullivan, and these are your players. Hi, I'm Jess Ayers, and I play Tezu, the blue dragonborn monk. Hi, I'm Laura Daly, and I play Chandri, the half-elf fighter. Hi, I'm Carter Michael, and I play Ash, the tiefling ranger. Hi, I'm Ali Fitzgerald, and I play Marza, the tiefling sorcerer. Hey there, I'm Carmichael. I play Julius, the treant cleric. All right. So uh, if you joined us last week, we played a little uh, one-page one-shot and had a good time kobolding it up. Uh, this week, we're back to the main campaign. Uh, when we last left off, uh, for those who watch us weekly and didn't just watch the previous one, uh, our heroes were out in a farm field near, uh, well, like a day's end, uh, and, uh, there was a finger of salt sticking up out of the ground. Uh, when they came to investigate it, Chandri and Marza felt that something was a little bit off, and then, uh, air started to come out from the finger, and air elementals appeared, uh, attacked the party, and in the battle, uh, Chandri attempted, it was Chandri, right? Chandri attempted to yes. cast a spell, and a uh, different source of magic seized upon her, and when she cast her spell, uh, a uh, otherworldly voice escaped from Chandri's mouth, and the finger grew uh, further out into the, uh, into the air, I guess, out of the ground. Um, so they defeated the elementals, and that's where we uh, left off. And question clarification before we start. Mm -hmm. I wrote this down, and now I'm second-guessing whether you actually said it, but the the voice, the otherworldly voice that came out of Chandri, did it sound like the lady it that did. we've heard? Okay. You're a Talbot. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Is it Vera as in... Uh, Fira, F-E-E-R-A. 
Yes, vegan. Yeah. <laughs> v- v- my my v sounds are very similar. <laughs> very very phonetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, first thing after combat, uh, Julius is going to run up to Marza. Um, are you are you okay? <clears throat> um, kind of, kind of. <laughs> oh, right. I'm not okay. I need uh, help, uh, Julius. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll be right over there, Ash. Um, I take, have ten take, HP. Take 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 it easy. I have two. <laughs> uh, go, going down and coming back up is a lot. Um, Julius, uh, hang on, I gotta switch apps. Julius, uh, will cast a healing spell in due time. Uh, but we'll then run over to Chandri. <laughs> I would make up perception checks for me really quick, too. All of us? Yeah, yeah. 17. 18. Nice. Wow. Um, dirty 20. Nice. Nine. Okay. Uh, 18. Nice. So everybody but Tazu notices this right away. We're out of combat, so Tazu will notice eventually. But uh, uh, back toward the farmhouse, you notice there's a quite large oryx, which is like a kind of like a very large bull. Um, and uh, it seems to be guarding uh, old man Tufts and his his family, the cat, the tabaxis that live here. And then it starts coming towards you, but then as it does, it shifts back into Lolson. Uh, back, at, he's a dwarf, but he had shifted mm-hmm. into a oryx to protect the Tuft family, the Tufts family. Oh, that's so uh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I meant to bring that up at the beginning of battle, but I was so excited about the battle that I was like, oh, I totally <laughs> forgot that Tufts like was, or that Lulson went to save the, the protect the Tufts family. Uh, <laughs> that's why he wasn't in the battle, if anyone's wondering. That um, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he comes back, so he's coming back over as well. Um, I'll, as I run over to Chandri, uh, Ash, uh, you go ahead and get, uh, <gasps> eight, eight points of healing. Thanks. <laughs> uh, I'm going to use my second wind right now to regain some hit points. Okay. All good. Uh, when Julius runs over to Chandri, um, Julius kind of uh, settles, tries to get Chandra's attention, look eye to eye, and um, are, are you okay? Uh, that, that was strange. I, am I aware that I said something or did I just like black out? Uh, no, you're a, you're a- I was like conscious. Yeah, you were aware that that happened, but it it was so it felt so strange that you it's kind of only dawning on you now that it actually that was something that happened. Right. She was in the sunken place. She yeah, yeah. It. It's kind of like you were focused on the fight and, and yeah. 
something weird happened, you're like, was that me? I'm too focused on fighting this thing right yeah. now to worry about it. But now that the battle's over, that <laughs> realization is sinking in. Oh, um, now that you mention it, I I don't know where that came from. I don't, I don't think that was me. Yeah, who's who's your beloved, Chandri? Like I said, I don't think that was me who was speaking. Sounded like, uh, hmm. Sounded like that lady. Well, oh, the yeah. Talboff. The lady that yeah. you you guys talked about. That's what well, I was yeah, afraid of. Yeah, that's right. You weren't with us, Julius. You haven't met her. She's you don't know what bitch. her voice sounds like. Well, I do now. Yeah, um, so if you hear that, just be prepared for trouble. Um, so does that mean that the Lord is this, like, buried saint, like, salt thing? Uh, whatever it is, I think that she has more freedom of movement than he does, because it seems like she's been causing more of these issues than uh, Mimir has. But I think that they're both trying to cor what's the word? Corporealize? Come back to the world. Yeah, I physically. Oh, I know what that means. Wow, yeah. that... <laughs> That that's a that's a big word. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it seems they both want to be free. Uh, Tazu, are you okay? Yeah. Tazu just kind of like wipes some dried blood off her nose. Uh, yeah, I'm all right. Maybe now would be a good time to take a short rest before yeah, maybe, we. Maybe right. we could like sit. Here or something for that a minute. That would be nice. Yeah. I'm very tired. Maybe take a Maybe. little step back a ways since this place seems to screw with magic. Oh, yeah, sure. Right. Yeah. Should we talk to. Who's the tabaxi? Mr. Tufts. Mr. Tufts. Mr. Tufts. Tufts. Yeah. Let's. Uh, should we see if we can stay in his barn or something for a little bit? Yeah. To rest? If we, yeah. If we can set up a fire somewhere, I can, I have a present from Santa I can use. What What day, what, what time of day is it? It's the morning. Oh. Right, because we got up in the morning and then just like went out. And... What's the fire for? Oh, I pull out of a pocket in my bag a little, like, reddish-amberish charm that looks like a little flame. I'm like, oh, if I toss this in a, a campfire, or I guess a torch will do, um, it helps us heal better. Um, it it allows you to re-roll, or ones become twos when you're short-resting. Oh, cool. For, for the whole party. That's dope. Yeah, for everybody. Um, yeah, let's build a fire. It sounds great. Do you want um, Wilson's like looking at the finger and yeah, he seems kind of concerned. And then uh, Mr. Tufts just comes and is like, well, yeah, you made it come out more. So thanks. Well, we don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing yet. I, well, I think we I think know it's a bad was, thing. <laughs> I think he was being facetious, Julius. Oh, 
He was being ironic. Dironic? He was he was not telling the truth. He was not telling the truth. Sorry, I got I got some dirt in my ear. He was not telling the truth. For what it's worth, Mr. Tufts, I feel like we know a little bit more about why it's here now. Hmm. And I don't I don't think anyone who does magic should go near this area. Did I me? Did I feel anything when we approached it? No, it only uh I mean, you don't. Yeah, no, you didn't. Uh, you didn't feel anything different, Julius. Hmm. You said it, it affected you too. Yes, it affected me in Chandry. Huh. I wonder if maybe it's attracted to our type of magic because before we went into the Coldwell, what was his name? The one who tried to attack me in my sleep. Oh, uh, uh, Castius. Yes, Castius. He said the, the, the lady was, was, was telling him to, to come near me, and he was afraid of my magic, but he was also drawn Her. to it. No, it wasn't Castius. It was somebody else, but yes. Uh, Teloc? Was his name Teloc? Yes. Teloc. Teloc. Yeah. The, uh, the Tranquil. Yes. Yeah, Julius. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, nature. Well, Ash, you didn't, you didn't feel that, did you? When you cast your spell, you didn't feel any different. No, I didn't. So there must be something about all magic, Sean. The type of because you use nature magic, right? Yeah. Okay, I Play use. Right, I use arcane magic. Marza. As do I. Arcane. Mm-hmm. And that would explain why, when Lolson investigated this earlier, he didn't notice anything strange if he was using nature magic. Yes. That's good to know. What was Torlok? Well, uh, Mr. Tufts, I go up to. Can can we sort of rest near your barn or somewhere? We're we're pretty tired from that fight. Do Do you like resting in barns? I like resting anywhere that's not exposed to magical beings attacking me. Well, hell, just come into the house. Oh, well, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, come on in. Oh, and uh, so uh, he starts going back toward the house. And, Mira, they're gonna, they're coming in. And the kids are just like, yeah! So like the, they're just like, there's a the big finger! And the kids are just running around like. <laughs> there's uh, a big finger. And Lulson just, hmm. He's like, yeah, well, let's, let's rest, yeah. Uh, so it's a pretty simple farmhouse, but there's there's room for people. Uh, the furniture is all kind of old; it's a little dusty, uh, but it's lived in. He's like, "Hey, well, uh, get some water going." And so he goes in to like uh, spark up his like wood stove and heat up some water. Um, um, great. Yeah. I would like to take a short rest Same. and roll some hit dice, please. If he yes. has a, a like a hearth, I'll just t- put the little bonfire charm at the base. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty simple, make so it's like a big wood stove thing he's got, so you can put the charm in there if you want. Yeah, just where right. wherever there's a flame. Yeah, so, yeah. So put your magic thing in there. Why not? Can I roll as many as I want for your 
Okay, good. As many as you have, yeah. I mean, we're yeah. level five, so we should have five. I want to yeah. roll seven. Yeah. Just yeah, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Ooh, that was nice. Yeah, and because of Santa's gift, you get ones become two. Mm-hmm. That should cover it. Oh, yeah, I'm good. What did I call that thing? <laughs> that Santa charm? Bonfire charm. Bonfire charm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's uh, I from, think that's from Griffin. It's from Griffin Saddlebag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Griffin Saddlebag. <laughs> You're that's, awesome. That was exciting. When you need a saddlebag, you can head over to Griffin's at uh, griffinsaddlebag.com. <laughs> that's exciting. I just rolled three sixes. Ooh. Might as well roll. Ooh. Another one. Devil. Ooh, that was such a good Devil. idea. Just rolled, I just rolled three eights. Ooh, good That's job. That's fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, because my dice is a D6, so I'm happy I rolled the max for three, three of the rolls. D8s? D10s? Ooh. No, so yeah. D10s? Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, uh, Ranger lifestyle. Mr. Tuff's daughter, uh, Mira, and uh, helps him, like, fix some tea for everybody. And then, like, while you're trying to rest, uh, the three kittens are just like asking you all sorts of questions. Like, what do you have two swords? Do you have two swords because they have two horns? Do they have two horns because they're, they're tieflings and tieflings start with T? Oh, um, if you're a dragon, does that mean you breathe fire? Like, they, it's just like nonstop, like kid questions that make logical sense to them, but just like an outflowing. Like, do you think we can eat that salt? If if it's magic salt, is it not magic salt? Is it regular salt? Is it sea salt? Does it come from a mountain? Like they just. Non-stop. And then we all take a point of exhaustion. Yep, <laughs> I'm writing it down. Your cleric yeah. has exhaustion now. The best contraceptive <laughs> is taking care of kids. Mm-hmm. So um, Mira eventually is just like, Mari Tolo Burley, leave them alone. Just give them a minute. She she gives you clods like help clean up some of the blood and uh, let you guys rest before you uh, get back into business. Uh, also, Laura, um, when you when Julius was making eye contact with you, I Carmichael was moving my eyes, but what you saw was just white glaze. And it almost was like white, foggy eyes. Like there should be eyes, but it's just, there's fog in the way. Are they always like that or did it just gloss over? That's how they're always. That's how they always are. Yeah. Huh, unsettling. (laughs) Wait, is this like a character thing you're telling us? Yeah. Oh, okay. No no people's just missed. Just missed. Got it. Okay. That'll change my interactions with you, so thank you. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, Lulson, uh, while you guys are resting, he's like, well, I'm going to see what I can do for the soil for now. So he, he's outside, like, you can hear him, like, muttering to himself and feel, like, a breeze blowing. He's he's trying to do what he can for the, the land. Uh and do what protections he can out there. Um, and then after, well, I'll say an hour of his work, he'll come in and be like, all right, um, what do y'all want to do? Uh, you want to see what we can find out with this finger now that we're not going to get attacked by air elementals? 
Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. Let's try. Let's take he a looks look. At, uh, he, he looks over at Julius and is like, um, what I remember right, uh, you can put roots down, yeah? Mm-hmm. And it lets you uh, feel things out a little bit. Usually. Mm-hmm. Uh, very helpful. All right. I think, uh, and let's see, something happened with you. And uh, he points at Chandra. He's like, all right. Nah. And he points at Marzi. He's like, did something happen with you? Did you feel something too? I did, yes. Yeah, yeah. There's something. Uh, mm-hmm. I can almost, it's fuzzy. I can almost, it's like almost something. Like when you like smell someone's perfume, but you turn and then the winds change or, uh, uh, you know, pollen in the air that's suddenly not uh, something. But Interesting. I heard you shouted something weird, I thought maybe it might be uh, different magic. So let's, uh, maybe we should all get involved here. Mm-hmm. Okay, How? what do I need to do? I know You're our whatever I do is gonna be really important. Yeah, um, I mean, you got you got a little touch too. Uh, I feel like you all always go together, so together you probably have a greater impact on things than alone. That's how you know we we push into other realms in these ways as individuals. We we might just be a small candle, but when there's a lot of us, we can be a bonfire, right? So that's it how we sounds push. like sounds dangerous, but I get it. Sounds like teamwork makes the dream work, is what you're saying. Well, maybe you should, uh, you know, coin that phrase. Now, uh, I've done what I can to protect the house, uh, but the salt is its pushing out more now with the growth of the fingers. And then he leads you outside. He's like, and you can see they all came up. Yeah. It's three coming out or four there's five there's five uh this one uh when you kind of check it out this one appears to kind of be the thumb it's a little off from the others they're a little bit closer to themselves so you can kind of get the idea that these are it's it's to the uh the second knuckle Yeah, so no palm yet, just yeah, fingers. Yeah, just, they're just fingers. They're like big... Mm, like, I understand. Fingernails coming Are out Yeah, do they have like pointy nails or something? Yeah. Yeah. Is there... It's has creepy. It, has there been sign of a second one at all? I mean, you can see them. No, no, I mean a second, oh. like another I'm hand's hand. worth. A second set. Uh, I, I mean, I only know about this one. Uh, I mean, I, I might do some reconnaissance. Later, I can fly pretty far, mm. um, but I'm trying to see where it might be from. Or, yeah, it's going to take some looking. I haven't heard none of the other farmers talked about it, and I, I only know about it because I own the one over here. And Tufts is like been complaining about his crops dying, and now there's this. So, uh, well, yeah, let's uh, let's see what you can see. I gotta probably get closer to that thing though. Mm-hmm. And the kids are like, "Yeah!" And they go like running out, and then her, their mom's just like, "No, no, 
And then he's like, stop. And Lawson's like, little. So Lawson gets down to the, yeah, their ears go back. The kid's like, all right. Um, Mari, Tolo, Burley. You need to do something important. They're like, yeah. <laughs> You're going to stand guard, but on the edge because we don't want anything coming in. So you're gonna keep guys from coming in. They're like, yeah. It's like, Mari, you're the oldest, you're in charge. And Tolo and Burley are like, man. He's like, do you want to help or don't you want to help? Like the little thing just like shuts them down. And, do you want to help? Like, all right. You just don't come near us. Don't let anybody else come near us either. And then they're, Mira just like looks thankfully at Lulson and he just nods and then continues forward. <laughs> he knows them, they know him. They're they're excited. Okay. Uh, I, Cute. If, Which one? Oh. Uh, I just I should let everyone know that um, <clears throat> leaving the uh, what is it called? Fox and Feather. Uh, leaving the Fox and Feather this morning, uh, a fight was not what was uh, expected, and uh, I'm a little used, so if this gets worse, I'm going to have to be very specific with what I can help with. Okay. Sure. Yeah, good to know. I mean, you know, if we get jumped, maybe just hang back a little. Like, you don't have to be on the front lines. Uh, okay. Kazu, which, you had something? Which one of the fingers was the one we were at? Like, if, if we had to label them, you know, thumb index. So we were at the thumb? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Tazu will go up to the thumb because Tazu is not magical as far as she knows. And um, so she shouldn't have a problem. So Tazu will go up and poke it with her quarter staff very aggressively. Um, it's, it's very tightly packed. Uh, you can see the like grain of the salt, but it's like very tightly packed. When she sort of like pushes on it or she wiggles it at all, does anything, do any particles come off like at all? Uh, no. I go over to Lolson. Um, I'm just not going to touch this thing because I'm afraid of it. I mean, it scares me too, isn't it? I mean, how often does a big finger come out of the ground? Four or five of them. Yeah. wonder how big that is. So what what do you think? Do do you do you have an idea what we should do, or, or do we need to figure something out? Uh, I think uh, uh, if we follow our, our our tree friend here, we can uh, do a little guiding and maybe like reach to uh, the the spirit of this maybe and kind of glean some information. That's what I'm I'm hoping we do. You all turn to Julius and... Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, um, you said it. if he puts his roots down, maybe he can... I think it might help. Yeah. Um, Julius will walk up to what 
could be the center-ish. It's pretty far away. The center of the hand is pretty far away. Like they're on the distance. Okay. Oh, okay. Julius, yeah, they're like in other like acreage. Like I mean, it's pretty. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's five hundred or a thousand feet. You know, to another one. You're like, okay, I can kind of see. Oh. Yeah, okay. th this one's the closest one. Like you wow. can see them. You can see them sticking up because it's field, um, and so you can see them. But they're pretty far. It's a okay. real big. That changes that thought. Okay, Julius will approach one, the closest yeah. one. Yeah, uh, this is the one you've been at, yeah. And they will uh, look at everyone and the, my, uh, Julius's roots will come through the, the feet and start going into the ground. Mm. And uh, Julius will remind everyone. Um, so while I'm doing this, I can't really move. All right, so uh, I can draw on you <laughs> and you can't do anything. I can move my hand and swat you away. Uh, Lolson like settles down onto the ground like next to Julius and just puts his hand like on him. Mm -hmm. like, all right. Anybody else? I feel sure. like y'all are all together. So if you want to settle in. All right. Uh, so you all sit down and kind of settle in to see what you can see. Uh, you've done something kind of similar. Like there's a, an air to this that's uh, a lot like what you did with Shelly, the, the the tortoise, where you kind of all joined together to kind of reach out to help Shelly. Uh, this is a similar type of thing. And with another you know, Tranquil here and Julius, it's a very, very similar vibe. Um, so Julius, you can get a feeling from Lolson of him, like just telling you to put your roots into the ground and to just like, while maintaining your sense of who you are, but also to let go. Um, and I need uh, everybody to make wisdom saving throws. Whoa. 19. Five. Uh, five from Marza. <laughs> 21. 21. It was a 12, and then it was a 2, so I yep. got a 5. Okay. 21. Okay. 21, okay, and then we'll, uh, we'll also one. All right. Okay, good. Uh, a couple low ones, but a couple high ones, and working together, uh, you can kind of find uh, an evenness of breath uh, for those of you that breathe, and uh, uh, get on the same kind of vibe as, as Julius. And uh, Julius, you, you're pushing into the dirt and everyone else gets a sense of this too. Like you can almost feel Julius's roots as he's, he's pushing down. But Julius, you especially feel it where it's that saline presence is growing and pushing out from the finger. Uh, 
and it's it's especially strong right at the finger but you can with the sensitivity of your roots you can feel how it gets like exponentially denser as you push down and closer to the finger um and that it's it's moving so it's pushing this saline outward into the land uh which is bad uh and then you start to make the connection and you can all feel it where you feel where the finger connects into a hand that then goes down into an arm that is running deep into the earth and running east toward the sea. There are arcane forces, Marza and Chandri, you can especially feel these uh, acting like veins moving through the arm. And it wants release. There is an incredible yearning and it's reaching out to you, Marja and Chandri. I need you each to roll a wisdom saving throw. Chandri at disadvantage. May I give guidance since we're all kind of tethered here? No, because you're kind of in a moment. Okay. Five? Yup. Okay. <laughs> Six. Six. Okay, yeah. So, uh, Marza and Chandra, you feel just like electric and you are like, feel yourself kind of reaching toward these veins and the power that's in there is incredibly strong. But you, and you get flashes of uh, like just water and uh, some sort of uh, uh, underwater shape and uh, anger and rage and hunger. Like you're overwhelmed by these feelings and you keep seeing images of like a toppled temple of some kind and uh, sailors rising uh, from the sands in undead form uh, and then you're being like rocketed and pulled through these images and these feelings but then you sense your companions that you're here with you can ground you can just barely ground into with Julius's connection and with Tazu and Lulson and Ash and you can feel them again and grab hold almost like you're stuck in a in like rapids and you found your purchase and you're holding on uh the other of you you can feel this rocket of emotion and uh power that Chandri and Marza have brought into your circle and I need everyone one more time to make a wisdom saving throw Six. Fourteen. Two. Fourteen. Oh, Eleven. Eleven. Okay. Uh, yeah, it, it was cocked and I had to shake it to make it land. <laughs> um, Twenty-one. Twenty-one. All right. Uh, Julius is like a, a bulk work here. Julius is the rock 
into the ground that is maintaining. But Julius and the rest of you, you feel the overwhelming hate that is pulling, pushing out from this salt figure. Uh, it's just a general disdain for everything, but an acute loathing for you, the party specifically. The presence of Fira Talvoth, Lady of the Dawn, she will not be denied. And you are pulled, and all of you experience a darkness. And you, and you find yourself standing in an ornate chamber. It's circular, and all the high walls are covered in ornate stained glass that go all the way around. In the center of this room, there's a dais with two thrones. They're both cracked and broken. One is bound by chains. The other, its chains have been broken and are followed, have fallen to the floor. And the breaks and cracks in the throne itself are being mended with salt. Oh! Can, can nope, we speak? don't like that. Can we speak? Mm-hmm. Uh, it no. looks like they're being restored. But where are we? Some Do sort of magical nowhere good. plane or realm. You said there are two statues, right? Two thrones. Two thrones. Oh, boy. We're just on Tuff's farm. You got pulled some sort of magic happening when we were uh, when we were in um the cold well there were two statues that were bound by chains that turned out to be the lord and the lady that's right Mm. so this must be the same sort of thing i don't like this julius Julius? uh two things one with my passive perception do I see anything that stands out out of the majority of what this space is? Um, this is very, very old. Like, you can get a sense that you're in some kind of ancient space. Uh, what stands out to you, Julius, are the stained glass windows. You've never actually seen anything like this. Uh, the letting is a strange, like, bluish metal. And... Each one, Julius, as you kind of look, as they pan across, you see, uh, like, one one window is, like, great works. There's, and then beauty. There's uh, peaceful on your left. You see, like, farmlands, the, the sea. It's very calming. And it gets busier as they come toward the center. Um, there's an uh, interlink more a uh, very very intricately carved mausoleum with a neve elven figure on it there's uh a, one of legions of soldiers and then the next one the harmony that you've noticed that really stuck out to you over here 
starts to dissolve into discord and ugliness, war, destruction, death, chaos. So everybody make uh, investigation checks for me. Julius, you can roll with advantage. Hey, uh, I yes. also... Oh, sorry. I have a question. You said the... I mean, I don't know if Tazzy sees this, but you said the the lining, the, the metal holding the stained glass pieces together yeah. was like a bluish metal. Mm-hmm. Does it look like Electrum? Uh, it, it looks very much like the shield you got. Ah, okay. 30, 20. 10. Okay. 10. 6. 6. Investigation. Yeah, Julius, you get advantage. Uh, three. <laughs> That's what I rolled made. a four. <laughs> you rolled a three and a one. All right. <laughs> but uh, I, but I would like to also do uh, 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 eyes of the grave for. Uh... Sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> there, sixty feet. No, there, there, there's nothing undead in here. Okay. Great. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Ash, you had the highest, I believe. You know, Ju- Julia starts pointing out, like, how brilliant and how the the stained glass are really sticking out. Like, how he just catch- caught his eye. Like, he hasn't seen it before. But, uh, Ash, you notice on kind of the center window that uh, on the side of peace, there are... Five figures, two tieflings, a dragonborn, a half-elf, and a tree. Surrounding those figures are a blue metal shield, its face emblazoned with magical runes, a staff of light, a sword engulfed in shadow, and uh, a shape that keeps shifting. It's a cube, then it's a sphere, then it's... Uh, and, you know, it's all the polyhedrons, like your dice. It, it shifts in the stained glass, like, depending on which way you kind of move when you look at it. It keeps shifting to what it is, a different shape. And then there are three hounds that also stand with these figures. Uh, and they're in a baying position. And uh, one is bright and light. One is dark and one is grayish like shadow. And on the side of war, next to your figures are chains that begin to stretch out and engulf and bind everything on the side of chaos. They consume. And as the chains are reaching out, as you see them move in these stained glass, there are two elven figures that grow and grow. And then the chains smash out from the glass. I need everybody to make dexterity saving throws for me. Man, my rolls have been on fire today. This is awesome. Nat 20. 17. Nice. It is... Um... 14. Okay. You all pull back from the glass and these chains suddenly shattering out 
uh, very suddenly. The glass is broken, but none of it seems to hit you. And when you look back up, the windows are whole once more, but the chains that are on the bound throne are starting to slowly shift. Mm-hmm. And then a voice from behind you. You stand on a blade's edge. As they free- break free, so does my power, but once the bonds are completely broken, I fear they will use me as they have so many others. Can we turn so- Turn around and you turn, which I'm assuming you do. Uh, <laughs> I uh, am not going to turn. I'm not going to look back at it. If uh, I don't a, look, it doesn't exist. <laughs> uh, a very tall and proud Neve elf, uh, wearing some kind of uh, battle robes of some kind. He's got armor and robes over that armor, and. He looks very tired. (sighs) Lady Fira has begun to test her reach. She has hit the physical plane. And she realizes her arcane manipulations remain. (sighs) Are you the Lord? (laughs) No, no, no. So much has been forgotten, it seems. Uh, apologies. Uh, he, he bows and he's like, Bayek. Bayek? The Crimson King? Uh, uh, the Obsidian King. Obsidian King with the Crimson Army. I knew that. Uh, yeah, one and the same, or what's left of me. Gosh, Sport. God. Yeah, I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Lord Mimir. uh, We were friends once. Did you know that? Do they legends say anything about that? They've forgotten what I even look like. Would they even know the tales of young Bayek and Mimir? How we face the the infernal inevitability when we were but children? No. All we know is that the lady is desperately trying to get the Lord free, and that seems bad. Their powers work in tandem. Uh, Fira, she'll reach and grow and touch, and those who use her power will unwittingly fall into her control. She's very subtle in her machinations and manipulations. And Mimir, he will poison the well of faith, tear the roots of the world. And between the two of them, all forces can be turned to their will. Do you know why she has such a strong connection to arcane magic? She was a very powerful wizard. She could control the forces and touch so many sources, channel 
almost every plane was a sight to behold and against our enemies she was unstoppable which then she learned that we also could not stop her why did she want to be I don't know cruel and in control of everything and be a be a tyrant power corrupts you said that Mamir would poison the well of faith um, we've seen a, a glimpse of the lady's powers but what what does Mamir do if not arcane control similar but uh, he through great wonder and joy formed an incredible connection to what we consider holy. And when Fira's corruption came and her opportunities to grow in power by joining our enemies and seeing where she could become, where she could go, what she could be. Mamir's divine connection was something that could also be exploited and he could become like a god. Uh, and together that's what they seek. So his ability touches those things where an arcane does not come from and people's belief and then goodness can be twisted and turned and even nature itself falls in those lines it seems that's why we had to stop them and that's why we sacrificed so much do you know if they have a, a weakness or if there's a way that we can stop them they are not nearly as strong as they were as their bonds have held them and drained them for thousands of years uh, or over a thousand yes multiple thousands uh, they can be stopped I believe uh, the devices in which they have been bound uh, will aid you and uh, I can feel Athos has joined you, which is good. The other you know, Athos? Uh, he was the one I wanted, but I got another. I think it was uh, a, uh, a resonance with being Nive, but... Uh, Ive and I have always flirted. <laughs> uh, but those were better times. The hounds will aid you if you can gain their trust. Having one will help the others. How much time do we have? Fear is... Secondary bounds are almost shattered. She has found an interesting 
ally. And has led to this Sultan abhorrence. How how do we enlist the help of the other hounds? Hmm. Well, my daughter was connected with Athos, and I believe that's why he is with you now. Uh, they will be attracted to him. So when they find you, if you are of good faith, if your quest is true, hopefully that will be enough. It was before. Her bounds were of the west and the east, his the north and the south, and they are weakening. She seeks to shatter them. However, it being untimely, in order to ultimately defeat them, you would have to free them regardless. So should we free them earlier so that they gain less of their power back? That may be helpful. Because the longer they are free, the more power they gain, the more allies they pull to their side, the more their corruption grows. And if the Everwar returns to this world, then all is lost. Jerry, looks can, at Marza. You, can you reconfirm? Was it northeast for her and southwest for him? No, east-west for her, north-south for him. Yeah. Right. We were already heading east anyway because of our um, wayfinder. And our, ah, and our comrades. That was... Uh, Koresh was a bit of a tinkerer before they went off on their mad quest. And uh, that particular thing, I believe you found uh, in my message. One of the benefits of having their bonds broken means my power has returned, though uh, I still use the majority of it to hold it at bay. Uh, If he is divine and she is arcane, mm. what makes um, the twins... What do you mean? Are they something else? They are uh, divine of their own, though they may not be completely trustworthy. That's not very fair to them, however. Uh, they will do as they will do. And... they are of divine nature hmm. and uh, they are uh, as I'm, I'm assuming they're as difficult today as they were then what is this place that we're in hmm this is Fira's memory hmm. they had viewed themselves as 
rulers by right that with their power that they should be the ones that everyone of Yain Ka would look towards and uh, they were jealous of my position and that of others uh, for we did not choose it but my failures as a friend and as a king are reflected in them I'm sorry to say this was where they wished to rule hmm so Julius by the Mm. twins do you mean the magical twins that we've been running into and the fact that that they were precious or special are you talking about the the gods are you talking about the gods Uh, I I guess the gods Uh, if the lord and the lady it, it sounds like you're saying the lord wants to be a god not yeah, that the Lord is a god, and yeah, are you thinking of Father Light and Mother Dark, or I suppose? Yeah, Lord I and think the they're different. Divinity, they're yeah, they're different. Father um, Light and Mother Dark are are. Uh, there's much philosophical waxing on such things, uh, but worshipped as gods as they can create and do as they will uh, twins along with them if we're heading east Mm. according to this riddle I suppose that we found the east is the trick of the twins as is their due so that's supposed to be what's next for us Mm -hmm. Uh, an interesting device it will help you much like that shield, and he points to the shield that suddenly appears on you, Julius, like it didn't wasn't there, and then now mm. it's here. Uh, <laughs> it does, uh, time has not been kind to it, it seems. Uh, perhaps you can find the time to encourage its power. It can be quite helpful. Uh, I mean, I'm sure we can find like a metal worker or something to give it a nice little polish. Just needs a bath. He he uh, he smirks to himself and he just says, um, a, "He looks directly at you, Tazu, and says, sometimes a good breath does a lot." Now, my power is." <laughs> My power is waning. What you saw in the windows, in the glass. Very pretty, by the way. Will transpire if you do not face it. Oh. You are on an edge. Your choices will determine what happens. Fear is reach will grow. And then when Mamir is free, I do not know. I wish for the best. I feel we have hopefully 
given you what you needed. And be wary. Their avatars have already been unleashed on the world and they are wreaking havoc, sowing discord and distrust. Something I could not foresee that they would be able to do. So be very, very wary. I hope that you could do what I could not. If you were asked to slay your brother and sister, could you? My heart aches for that answer to be no, but I see no other choice. The binds fail. And once they dominate, they will turn their gaze to the storm that never ceases and all will be for naught. I hope I see you again. Uh, uh, okay. Um, yeah, there, there is a moment if you have one more question, I feel. Tazu? Tazu is just waving. Okay. <laughs> I have a question. Okay. Do you know anything about a red and blue eyes white dragon? Be very careful. We might have set it loose. And that was our bad, sorry. Dragons once helped protect this place. Like me. Perhaps regardless of their scales. So perhaps you will find their assistance once more. Ooh. Okay. Kea Donama. And he bows and then just like fades out. And you all start to feel a pulling and and it's like a rush in your back in the field. Uh, <sighs> Whoa. That, did you guys see all that or did I black out? Oh, nope. That was, we went somewhere else. Yes, I okay. think we, that, yes, we experienced what? that together. What do you mean? Julius. <laughs> you guys went somewhere? You know, I think you should learn jokes from Chandra instead of Ash. I like hers better. I I, uh, I bump I bump Julius with an elbow and give him a little nod of approval. <laughs> I, yeah, I, you guys should go on the road as like a comedy duo. You're hilarious. Uh, but that would be bad because Ash likes money and they might not earn any. Not a lot of money I, in comedy. Any, anything, anything I put my mind to, I'm, I'm going to make some some dough, as they as they say. If the you want to be a baker, you can be a baker. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Lulson, uh, he takes a minute to pull out from the trance. Uh, oh, was he there too? Yeah. Did we see him in the room? No, he wasn't. Down. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, Fucking he. Uh, well. Oh, well. What do you mean, oh, well? Oh, uh, that's my, uh, my pride, I guess. Uh, I didn't, uh, I didn't get anything. Oh, we got uh, quite a lot, actually. Oh. Oh, well, yeah, the lady clearly doesn't like us. She's we, pissed at us. Yes, we got taken to some sort of memory of hers. Hmm. I relay all the information to... Yeah, but he doesn't know what that means. He's just like, oh. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, right. You're on a you're on a quest. That's right. Uh, well, uh, if this is related to what you're doing, then I hope uh, you can figure that out. We hope so and too. This salt creature seems to be coming from the east, which is where we were heading anyway. So hopefully, if we can reach this wayfinder point soon enough it won't come out of the ground too much yeah uh it's definitely gonna cause a problem last year's harvest was pretty good but this is shaping up for uh a real issue um that's particularly hey, Ash, hmm? the the since since you have a farm but it isn't affected by the salt the tufts could go work on your farm temporarily until we figure out this salt problem i think that's a very good idea i mean that is a very kind offer and Chandri, what? only the kindest of choice that ash would ever want to present would be what's happening Chandri, what? It's all right. I was just going to say, if the, <laughs> if the, um, yeah, if the land is completely unusable here, like, I don't know how severe it is, but it would be a way for them to I mean, you can see, some like, a circle around where the finger has come up, where everything has died in the past, like, few days. Um, oh, just in the past few days. Yeah, this, the, fin- the salt finger showed up, like, not that long ago when it pierced. Oh, so it's it going to like exponentially. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, they would have a place to sleep because they can stay in the, in the home. Well, I don't know what I mean, my it's business the least we could partner. Do I don't know what, what's going on with my business partner. So I guess maybe we could work something out. I mean, you can um, just write a, a note and send it with them, and they can go talk to him in um, in Ganon, and then, ta-da, you have people to help. We're experienced farmhands. Exactly. This, is, this sounds like a, like a good idea, so I go up to, gosh, is it Mr. Tufts? Is that mm-hmm. his name? Um, Mr. Tufts, uh, yeah. I... I have a farm that you could work on and live there until we figure out what's going on uh, with your farm. I have to, I have to check with my business partner um, back in um, Gannon, but Mm. hopefully that'll work out. I hear that the salt air doesn't get that far over there. The what? The salt air? Yeah, it helps it helps certain crops grow real nice. The salt air helps helps the crops grow? Yeah, well, it feels good when you're breathing it right now. Mmm. <laughs> you get like when you got we are to, close to the ocean. Yeah, when, when right. you got to days end, you can start to smell the ocean. The ocean. Like that. That's what he's talking mm-hmm, about. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> oh well if you don't if you don't want to, that that's oh, fine, uh, but not be hasty now the 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 gentleman's name is uh i just had it ulf good lanel yeah i know who that is oh great well you can uh you can talk to him i got a good deal on seed from him Mm. 
All right, I'll talk to him, and we'll see if what we can see about this farm that you have. Now, how, what have you grown on it? Uh, it's more of a work-in-progress farm. Hmm. Before, there were lots of, like, evil demon pumpkins growing on uh, it, but we, you know, like, got rid of the problem there. Yeah, there are no evil demon pumpkins anymore. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a good farm. Before that, there was a pumpkin monster, supposedly, right? Yeah, there's no... Didn't it kill somebody? Normal farm. I think it killed a bunch of people, actually. You weren't even there for that incident, Julius. Oh, man, it was gross. We had a hag problem, um, but which is fixed. Um, we got rid of the hag. Oh, yeah, we killed her good. And uh, so should be fine. And, and the other two, yeah. I'll, uh, well, I'll, I'll see what it's all about then. I, I can understand. You seem like a savvy business person. Hmm, it's in the whiskers. Hmm. <laughs> it's in my horns. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much for letting us stay here. Um, I guess, yeah. I guess, I don't know, guys. Do you want to move on? I'm, I'm, I don't know. I want yeah, to I see Chandra's apartment. Right. Yeah, we're not right. too far from Genin at this point, and I don't think that there's anything more we can do okay. to help this farm right now. Okay. So we should keep going east. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to Oak, right? Mm-hmm. That's okay. Or sorry, from to Oak. Yes, we're not far from Oak. Well, uh, I hope you can do something about this salt finger thing. Uh, but we'll, we'll check out, see your farm there, uh, Mister uh, Mister Canis. Right? Did you introduce yourself to him? I think you did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we'll check it out. Uh, well. The kids sure got a kick of you guys being around, and I appreciate you your time. Well, thank you for You're letting welcome. us thank stay you. here. Thank you so much. Of course. Your family is lovely. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> They're a treat. Hey, hey, Julius. Yeah. Before we leave... Can I see the the ah. piece of refuge, the uh, shield? Yeah. Can I look at it? Tazzy's gonna look at it. Okay. Is it like, cause cause uh, King what's his butt? Bayek. Bayek said. <laughs> it's what's his butt for now on. Can it? Changing his name. It's what's his butt. Um, had said that the it didn't look as in good shape. Or like he said, it had seen better days. Is there like rust, or is it tarnished? Um, it's a little tarnished. It's mostly that when you saw it in the stained glass, there were like runes and stuff all over it. But here it looks like there's maybe some like faded etching on it, but it's mostly smooth blue metal. When wherever the faded etching is, Taz, he's gonna like blow like. Like fog it up with their breath. Yeah, it fogs up. You know, kind of wipe it off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe give it a little bit of a zap. Some zap. Ah, that's a good give one. It. I'm gonna remember that one. 
Yeah, that's word. what I was thinking, but I wanted to try that first. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Good Julius, thinking. Why don't you hold <laughs> this? Sure, uh, have the person made of wood hold it. Okay, Ash so I'm going to auto. I, I got it. I don't know. I got it. Up it. Against, put I it up it. against like a tree or something. That's not Julius. He is a tree. Oh. oh. Right. Okay. I, I got it right here. I won't hit you. Put it against a rock or something. Actually, Nobody has to it, hold it. it. It's literally this. It, it's okay. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. Okay, oh, let, it. let's put it. Let's put it next to like this old pillar. Sure. Let's lean it up against the the thumb. Okay. okay. And Tazu will stand. will back up like twenty five feet. Fifteen or how far? Yeah, is 20, 20, 20 yeah What's your range? Go, damn. It's it's thirty feet. It's thirty miles. Thirty. It's feet. thirty miles. Yes, I, I shoot a thirty mile lightning bolt out of my face. No, it's it's a five by thirty foot stream. Wow, that's nice. Bolt. Cool. Mm-hmm. I can only use it once a day though. Um, okay, so Tazu will yeah back up to like twenty feet. Do it. And and just. Unleash your lightning breath on it. Okay, uh, roll your attack roll. Make sure you don't fail. <laughs> it's not I an missed. attack roll. It just happens. Oh yeah, that's right. Because uh, when I when I do it, the the they get the to make thing a, like, has to make a deck save. But since yeah, it's yeah. an inanimate object, I think I just auto hit. Yeah, yeah. It can't. Do- it tries to dodge out of the way. Um, it falls roll. at the wrong time. I do need you to roll your damage. It's destroyed. And I need you to roll uh, a D100 for me. Percentile done. Which one do you want me to roll first? Uh, damage first. Okay. Oh, that wasn't great. But seven points of lightning damage. Okay. Crackle, crackle. And then the percentile. 46. Okay, let me uh, do an opposed roll here. Yeah, okay. Uh, so you and the lightning kicks out from Tazu and into the shield and uh, you see it kind of crackle over it. Uh, and uh, a rune appears for just a second, Tazu. Like you can see it, like, and then it kind of fades back in. But you see a rune appeared for for just a moment with your with your breath attack. Cool. Did you see that? Did I fix it? Uh, looks you did something. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> I'll go, um, pick it. I'll go pick it up and kind of like, does it look, other than it appearing for just a second, does the shield look any different? Uh, there's an impression of where that room rune was, but it is not like glowing. So there needs, it looks like there needs to be some sort of lightning spell or forging to repair this. Yeah, it's like, you know... It's like its battery's dead. <laughs> Should I, yes. charge? Should I try the, my lightning spell? What's a battery? 
You know, when you put like little pieces of copper into a potato and then you like touch it to something and it's like. Oh. Oh. They gave you a great education in that monastery. Oh, yeah. We had the really good science program there. Yes. Well, four elements. Women in STEM. Women in STEM. Yes, our STEM program was out of this world. Oh, my gosh. Masu, do you think I should try my lightning spell on it? Oh, yeah. You have lightning stuff, too, Marza. You should, like, try to go... With your witch's bolt, you can sustain it. I mean, maybe we should move away from the salt pillars, but... No, let's have one person hold it, and then you can do a spell. There, I can hold it because it won't hurt me. No, I was kidding. Well, Jared, I have to roll attack for for witch's bolt. No one hold it. Dude, are you going to do this by the salt pillar, or are you going to move away? Probably should move away. (laughs) Oh, right, because you shouldn't use your magic near the salt. Okay, yes, that's right. Let's move. But I guess I'm wondering, should I do my lightning bolt because it auto hits, or should I do witch's bolt because it's more of a concentration spell? Why not both? Okay. Try it. See what happens. Uh, do I need to roll attack for witch's bolt? Uh, if you usually roll an attack, I do need you to. Just make sure you don't fail. Okay. That would be bad. All right. You shouldn't say things, Jared. <laughs> I rolled that one. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you <laughs> you begin to like conjure your forces, Marza, and you reach to your your arcane source. You can feel that other power in the distance. Like it's not okay. as strong as it was, but you are still aware of it, and uh, that like freaks you mm-hmm. out. So before you can finish the spell, you just fizzle. Okay, um, I'm I'm gonna try my other lightning spell. Apparently, that one's just not, uh, not uh, working. Having some it's okay. uh, performance having... anxiety. Yes. Dang it! Dang it! Dang it. Oh, I'm sorry. Do... I'm sorry, Carter. Uh, I stepped if, on your joke. Before you go, uh, Marza, oh, beat him one, to this it. This one just comes out of me. I don't know why, but it just does. Great minds, Carter. Okay. So it's all right. You had you had the words. I was like, I, mm, yep. One, sorry. Two. <laughs> Three, Don't apologize four, for greatness. Five, six, seven. Carter thinks I'm great, you guys. You made it. Okay, so that's eight. <laughs> uh, I hate math. Twelve. Thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. This is is this witch's bolt? Lightning bolt. This is lightning bolt. It just, okay. just auto hits. Yeah, yeah. Um, fuck math. Okay, eight, nine, ten, twelve, six, twelve. Math, 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 math. 21 points of damage. Uh, And everybody make perception checks for me if you're trying to see what happens with the shield. Natural 20. Again? Yeah. Thanks, Patreon. No! (laughs) Give me a new dice. It's so shocking, you don't even see what happened. (laughs) It's so bright coming out of your head. (laughs) She rolled a one. Uh... That's it. Wow. So, so bright. Tw- it's so bright. 22. So okay, yeah. So I think that's it. Everybody rolled pretty high, except for Marza. Uh, Blind <laughs> firing. Please get Marza me another dice. Marza out lightning bolt. I'm still tired, guys. And it, it, it strikes the shield, but uh, you guys notice it. that rune does not light up. Oh. Does another one light up? No. Weird. 
There must be something oh. special about your fire breath, Tazzy, because... Breath. Lightning breath. Lightning breath, because... It's the blue fire. Because Bayok, he said it just needs a good breath. Is that what he said to us? Yes, that's what he looked at me and he said something like, sometimes it just takes a good breath. Yeah, why, why would he just vague on that? Why didn't he just say... What? It, it feels good. like it's a story, but it's... He did mention that there's... <laughs> Jared. <laughs> <laughs> he did mention something about when Carter... Uh, Ash, when you mentioned... It's Carter. <laughs> he sounds cool. Aw. Ash, when Thanks, you Ashy. mentioned the the uh, blue and red-eyed dragon... White. Yeah, the blue and red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did mention dragons used to be friends. And if... Dazu's breath helps the shield. Um, Maybe it has to be a dragon. Or someone of dragon descent. Hey, so you just lit up one rune, right? What if we need the different colors of dragons or dragonborns who have different types of breath to activate each rune? Well, I mean... That's a good thought. I mean, four I elements, four directions. Mm-hmm. Oh, a shield is round like a compass. How, maybe? Tazu, how many kinds of dragonborn are there? I well, mean, I, know a, you... I mean, there's a lot. There's yeah. like there's red ones and blue ones and white ones and black ones and green ones. I met a and red then, one and those, And then those are just like the the chromatic kind and then there's like the metallic kind that they're all shiny which i've never seen before i've seen like pictures but but there, there there's like brass and bronze and it's crazy have, do you guys have different types of breath yep so like red dragons are the fire ones and then I think the black ones shoot out like acid or something. Oh, that's cool. And then the green ones are like poison. Yeah. And the I blue mean, is obviously lightning, which obviously I like the best, but you know, whatever. It really is. I actually yeah. have a I have a spell that can cause someone to well, like attack them with green poison, so that makes sense. Yeah, I think they'll I think it's the green ones that spit out like poison. That's cool. So, That's kind of gross. Sorry. Yeah, maybe maybe we get a bunch of dragonborn to breathe on it at some point. Well, we know um, we know Griff- Griffin Tiffin Tiffin. We know <laughs> Tiffin. We do know he, Tiffin. He he he's red, so he I bet he's... he breathes fire. Isn't he? Isn't he red? Yeah, hey, he's blanking. blanking. He's red. He's, he, he's a he's his, his he's name black. is Tiffin Grayscale, but he's red. But he's red. red. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. I swear he's red. It's in my notes. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> last last night there was a red dragon born, uh, paladin Brightclaw. He was walking by Fox and Feather. Oh yeah, that's right. He had no tail. Tiffin oh. doesn't have a tail either, right? But Tiffin has a tail. Tiffin does have a tail. Okay. Mm-hmm. So do we want to do any more experiments, or are we gonna keep heading? I can only breathe out that big th- bolt like once a day. It takes yeah. a lot out of me. It's I mean, charge back up down in, you know, the gut. Are yeah, you, are you just... hungry? Will that help? No. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, I can always eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know that we need to do it all right away. I meant more like if we meet 
any dragonborns on our way who are chill. Maybe we can be like, hey, can you try breathing on this just to see what happens? Yes, I think we're going to have to work on the sales pitch a bit. So if they're cold... Hey, you, can can you just, like, blue breathe on this for a second? Thank you, bye. Yeah, Chandra, you know with your travel set, dragonborn are, like, one of the least populated... least populist mm-hmm. like like they're they're a rarer least popular boo yeah, yeah. <laughs> least uh, there's not as many of them around like there's you do see mm-hmm. them but there's yeah. like, you know in a crowd there's usually just like one or two <laughs> right right yeah but we have to find nice one that are talk. cold is that what you said chandri uh i would say try one at least one of each like whenever we happen to come across it <laughs> yeah sounds good I can I can talk I can talk him into it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I would say you had this conversation, kind of making your way back toward Day's End. To uh, fetch the Lul- horses. <laughs> yeah, Lolson's like, uh, I'm gonna see what's going on with these other fingers and see if I can see anything else. And then, uh, uh, what is it, little dog? Woof. Um, and uh, I know. And then uh, see if I can. <laughs> Sorry, something days. woke her up from her nap. <laughs> no. Here, right now. Yeah, hi. Did you wake up? Are you so cute? Oh, that's what it is. I hear the mailman. <laughs> John Mailman's out there. Yeah, he's, John Mailman is probably bringing us two things. So yeah, so. Look at this cute dog. Leela's on high alert. She has to protect so, her humans. She yeah. was asleep on the bed. She was passed out. But yeah, so, Sorry, so we digress. just going to uh, <laughs> continue and check out his uh, the other fingers and see what he can do uh, to try to mitigate some of the salt. Should we uh, head back to Fox and Feather, or should we make our way Thanks. to Oak? Let's go to it's Oak. On the way. And let's continue on to Oak. The I Oak, don't yeah. Know that we can do much more here. Bye, Finger Farm. You were fun. <laughs> Um, okay, so yeah, uh, any any other I'm business? That, the the fox and feather. You just want to get your horses and go. Want to get just get the horses and go. Yeah. Hello, Winnie Cooper. Let's go on an adventure. Uh, yeah, they, they've been well kept and brushed down, and uh, yeah, so no problem. Uh, it's a regularly traveled road heading east, uh, particularly from Day's End to. Oak, so uh, and yeah, Julius just jogs. <laughs> uh, there, there are occasional carts uh, that you pass going either direction, and and there's small like lanes that that break off to it that go to different farms uh, and smaller communities that are around. Um, it's mostly farming. Uh, Got to grow crops for people to eat, uh, and so you start making your way uh, for. First half of the day, no problem. You can stop for a, a quick lunch and then continue. This is going to take about the rest of the day to get there. Um, uh, and then at the, at the lunch, mm-hmm. I I think if we stop to eat for lunch, Julius would like to um, try to activate the shield to bring Athos out. Yeah, Julius has never met Athos. Yes, you've brought him out. For yeah, you brought him out in the battle. Yeah, you did. Yes, you did. Yeah, but 
You didn't you have talk to her. I, didn't, I never got to talk to Athos. Okay. <laughs> so, um, is there a limit to how many times you can come out? I can't remember. It was, I wrote it down. Is it once a day? I think it's once a day. Yeah, For 10 minutes. Oh, then you gotta wait. Yeah. So, oh, I do have to wait. Okay. Yep, you're right. Yeah. Thank you. you. You can sense in the shield, like you can sense mm. Athos's presence, but he's off doing something. <laughs> yeah. He's chasing ethereal bunnies. Yeah. <laughs> he's on a he's on a, a clue. He's quest. running around Eve somewhere. Salve <laughs> Eve somewhere. Um actually since we're stopped for lunch, um, and we're getting close to uh oh, I'm gonna be like Hey, so Tiffin actually gave me a little bit of a heads up on some underground activity that's been going on in Oak. Um, apparently, there's some organization that's been really, really growing over the past couple of years called the Cabal of the Five-Pointed Star. Um, they're almost all human. Uh, you can find them in the Mud District, which is just a little ways away from where I live. Is um, it made out of mud? It's, it's underneath the boards. <laughs> underneath the boards. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, that um, makes sense. You put boards on mud. Um, yeah, so I think Tiffany used to be involved with them. Like, not a member, but, you know. An associate. Like, like did some sort of business dealings with them. Uh, he says they're not great people. So just, if you see, and I'll, I'll get out the little note that, or did he give me the note or did he just show me the note? I think he gave it to you. Okay, I'll get get out the note that he gave me and be like, okay, so this is the symbol. So I'm just like, you know, if you see this tagged somewhere, maybe go somewhere else. Mm. <laughs> Keep your eyes peeled. Okay. Is there a bounty on their heads? I don't know. No. I'm not, not exactly that tight that. with law enforcement. So, no, I don't know. <laughs> Well, we can ask yeah. if anyone's got a bounty on their head when we get there. You know, I feel like we should prioritize. <laughs> if it helps us spot any criminals, you know. I'm not trying to be the Oak Police. I'm just saying, like, you know, if you see the symbol, just be aware. Thank you. Got it. What are we doing in Oak, by the way? Getting a ship. Getting a boat oh. so that we can go find the other thing that we need to find the 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 twin the trick of the twins right because we're gonna have to head out onto the ocean to get to the easternmost key um and we need a ship and oak's the best place to get one so we're not gonna go to spring i mean it depends on where the compass takes us i don't know do you want to go to spring no i'll go later i mean if you want to pass by winter first no, I think this is more important. Wait, what? Oh. Seasons don't have those names. Dang yet. it. I just... <laughs> it's okay. Sorry. I got anyway, you, Ash. That was good. All right. I, I, I think the fate of the world is more important than me seeing my family real quick. I mean, we could probably, again, depending on where it is, in theory, go to spring after, yeah, assuming fine. we survive. I'll do that. Oh, we'll definitely survive. Or if they we'll survive. definitely survive. Yeah. Um, if we happen to find that place where 
the the yeah the monastery we were gonna stop there because it's on the way like that's not super out of the way like it's and i'm really familiar with that part of the mary sea so that shouldn't be a problem i meant more like because spring's a little bit north North. it would be a little more out of the way and it's more comparatively yeah yeah and it's a little inland right so that's fine we don't have to stay at the wind talk of toll too long i just want to find my friend and make sure she's okay yeah that's no problem how are we gonna oh i mean ships are expensive so we might have to captain delivery will lead us there do some favors or you know do some huh what no i meant like freaking contractor work i haven't done that in years oh my gosh i meant like labor Yes, like yeah, a hard job. Work. Hard like, work. Yeah, when I was living when I was living in Oak, I was basically like a, a mercenary doing mostly security work for like you know, people who were traveling and whatever. Um stuff like that. Okay. High paying yeah. jobs. There's a there's a big market there for people who are skilled in the way that we are, so we might have to do some jobs to get enough gold to purchase a ship. But Again, I think Oak is really the place to be to find a ship. And then if we don't have the money for it to do some odd jobs till we get enough money to buy a ship. Or tag that. along tag along with someone who's already going in a particular In that direction. Yes, but I think if we wanna give ourselves the freedom to make pit stops like at the monastery, we should probably have our own ship. We don't need a very big one. I mean there's only five well, of us. And also we're kind of doing something that's I don't know. I think we should keep to ourselves. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm just saying like, oh, are you going to such and such place? Oh, we, we can go there. And then if there's another port, they can go somewhere else. But I mean, I'm, I'm hitchhiking. More hitchhiking. I, like I mean, it. I've done it, but it's a big gamble when you're crossing an entire ocean. I like the idea of having our own ship more. Yeah. Yeah. Chandri. Yes. Will you teach me how to be a pirate like you and manage? <laughs> Woman. You mean uh, rob and murder people? Well, no, not that part. But I, I don't know how to make a ship operate. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think I'm basically going to be your guys' captain because I don't think any of you know what you're doing. So oh, Justin Chandri, follow my lead, and I think we'll be okay. I think I, I captain. Think, what about a co-captain? That. That's not how this works. <laughs> I don't want to die, Ash. Chandra's I will be in first mate if you mm. all insist. Mm. We'll can can I be third mate? Oh dear. Jury's out on that, but yeah, I will get. I will give you all roles. Makes note to look up. Who's the bosun? All right. Uh, so, uh, traveling eastward. Uh, I mean, Chandra is familiar with this land. Uh, Ash, you've been this way before. Yeah. Uh, but there's there's no real outer wall to the city of Oak. It wasn't built as a fortress. So uh, as you start getting closer to the city, there's more and more farms that are more tight, tightly uh, spaced. And then you start to come across the... Uh, 
the kind of outskirts of the city. It's it's where all the old mansions and estates are. Uh, some are very elaborate and well maintained. Some are dilapidated and falling apart. Um, when the Stilt City was just a port, all the rich merchants and everybody, uh, moneyed families, they all went westward and built their estates a little further away from the ocean. And uh, that's what this part of Oak is. It's not the city proper, but you're like, oh, we're about to, about to get there because you start seeing the grand houses. Uh, the road becomes paved and is actually sunk into the ground a bit. And every now and then, uh, because of how far out you are, there's a like gate kind of system that's set up. They're just open right now. Um, but uh, as you are traveling down the road, uh, you do, uh, everybody make a perception checks for me. Yes. Nine. Nine. Seventeen. Nine. Seventeen. Six. Twenty-three. All right. Uh, Ash, uh, was it, what did you have, Tazu? Nineteen. Yeah, Ash, Tazu, and Julius. Um, as you're traveling, you see this strange procession, uh, not too far away, where there's this very, very large dwarf. He's on a palanquin, being carried by like four halflings. So he's not high off the ground. It's just this very large dwarf on this palanquin. Uh, and, I hate him already. <laughs> and there's, uh, uh, he's got a bunch of other like halfling uh, employees that are carrying like uh, baskets and bags. And you see a big carpet. And uh, as you get closer, he just calls out. He's like, Come! Is a picnic. Come, come. <laughs> uh, and like, they start, he's like, Here, here's good, here's good. So they just set him down. I'm getting very Ghost of Christmas Presents vibes yeah. from this dude. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's by, uh, by large. Very, very fat dwarf. Uh, it's just like, come, come. And they just start, uh, his halfling staff just start like rolling out all this food and just setting it around him. Uh, like right there, yes, there, yes, there. Come, come, it's a banquet. Mmm, having a picnic. Uh, do you do you go up there or do you continue on the road? What, what do you think I'll we should do? Check it out. I want to check it out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we don't say no to free food. Yeah. Do, oh, no, do I guess not. We don't, no. Okay. Plus, as like, you, uh, yeah. As you get closer, he's like piling high and stuffing his face, and he's like, "Ah, and what did you bring for yourself?" And he just starts grabbing. Uh, I look at uh, Ash and I like put my hand to be like, "Don't, don't bring out the pot." <laughs> it's sort of the <laughs> the premise. I don't know if he picks up what I'm I putting down, but yeah, yeah, I. I I, uh, I'll be like, uh, we got some apples and carrots from this waypoint. Would you like some tea? For you. No. Would you, would, you don't want any tea? Huh. Oh, oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, <laughs> you're alive. Uh, uh, of course you're alive. Uh, In some uh, ways. Um, that's very, uh, I, I beg your pardon. Um, 
I mean, all peoples are, are free and oak, of course, of course. I uh, just didn't didn't know there were tree folk. Uh, well, ignorance is no excuse. Hmm. Uh, interesting times. Interesting times. Oh. Do you have, have any hot water? Like, I have some very uh, rare tea that I got from the cold well a while ago. I mean, I have my own hot water. Yes, of course. Uh... And he's like, go, go. Uh, everybody make a, uh, a quick perception check for me. Oh, yes, baby. 21. Nice. 11. Okay. 13. Okay. Chandra? 6. Okay. 25. All right. Ash and Julius. Ash, uh, this dwarf has a very strange uh, amulet on his neck um, that it does have like a slight like kind of sickly green glow um, mm. that really stands out. Like, and as he's eating, like, it kind of, like, pulses. Uh, mm. Come, come, come. Sit down. Bring bring out what you brought for yourself. Oh, um, sorry. Uh, uh, Munch, uh, Mr. Munch, at your service. Uh, mm. And he pulls out, like, a pipe and lights it. Oh, but sets that down, grabs a bottle of wine, shakes a big chug. Now, uh, he's got, uh, read I... the description because it was written for us. Uh, uh, a uh, mm, uh, Horace uh, Munch Holdane, but you just call me Mr. Munch. Uh, um, and he's got the uh, a nose the shape of an ugly potato. He's got re- a red hair and beard. His beard is filled with food. Um, he is very well dressed, except for it's all like greasy and covered with food stains. Ooh. Um, yeah, and, he's, and so he's not like an attractive looking person. He seems everything about him, like besides his like food habits, he seems really jolly, but everything about the food is very uh, like focused and controlling. Like he just keeps grabbing stuff and he's always. It's got something in his mouth when he's talking. Mr. Munch. Mm. Uh, I like your amulet. Uh, ah, yes, yes, yes. Quite a rare, rare family treasure. Oh, could I see mm. it? Oh, well, you can see it on my grand person, sir. Oh, mm. Could I hold it? No. Uh, Ash, uh, can he hold uh, your sword? Uh, he's, he's like shocked at Ash asking for that and then like goes back to just oh. I start unpacking some rations that we have yes I, yes join yeah, me join me please please yes yes I, I'm stewing some cold well tea I, lo- I, I like lean over to Chandra and I'm like what I can't have that cool okay uh, traveling traveling to Oak I see yes 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 we are Yes. Interesting times, interesting times. The spring court has sent emissaries. I believe they've taken up in a house in the waves. Ooh. <laughs> Much to the flower's chagrin, indeed. <laughs> uh, but that's not for Munch. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I enjoy the drama, of course, but I don't want any part of it. <laughs> emissaries I do hope to from... attend the party, though. Ooh. I mean, of course, who would not? I, but... I do like keeping to my estate. Much calmer out here. Mm, much calmer. What what party? What party? 
<laughs> Are you going to the party? Uh, what, the Chamberlain and, 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 and Wilfie and the consort of the prince. What, uh, is, Lissa Deeproot herself. She, she's hosting. It's the talk of the city. Talk of the city, of course. Sparing no expense. Only fools believe that politics stay in the court, my friends. Come, 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 come. I myself once negotiated a trade deal between Palach and privateers. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, they became privateers after that. But anyway, anyway, it was a, they were most exquisite. But this part, oh, just, oh, it's going to be the party. Mm, mm. I would, I would love to go to a party. Mm, maybe you can uh, get yourself an invitation, young man. <laughs> I, I've never been to a party. I oh, I've never been to a large party like you're talking about either. They are, they it? are the best. So much to eat. <laughs> as he keeps stuffing, as you see the glow, he's got like a sickly pallor as he's just like shoving his face. Otherwise, he seems very friendly. When is the party? Uh, coming up soon, I believe. Uh, uh, three days, I believe. Hmm. Oh. Mm, I thought maybe with uh, such a grand uh, uh, traveling companions that maybe you were invited, maybe your entertainment. Uh, you never know. Uh, well, I mean, we are the heroes of Ganon, so oh, maybe oh, oh. we could go. Maybe, maybe. Uh, Ah, uh, the Lord Mayor Vernon Plowshare. Mmm. Yeah, he's uh, good friends with us. We like him. He's good mm, dude. Very shrewd. Uh, you know, he, he won that, that uh, establishment of his playing cards. Isn't that interesting? Ah, uh, mmm. Are you going to go to the party? Oh, I tend to stay out here in my estates. I am considering it. However, there is always... Uh, room for uh, for Horace Munch Holdain, of course. Uh, Horace Munch Holdain, of course. Uh, but uh, and, and he is a very very large dwarf. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I would like to make a perception check to try and see if I can deduce. You said his his pallor is really sickly looking. I want to try and figure out if that amulet he's wearing is cursed. Um, Arcana. Oh sure, yeah. That would be pretty decent. Uh, 19. You know, between his general positive demeanor um, and then how when Ash asked him if he could hold it, how he was just like shocked. It was like a big kind of turn. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and how it glows and how his skin's kind of that same kind of color. That's not a, that that is a likelihood. Okay, sure. Should we? I, I, I turn to the the Chandri. Should we like try and take take it off? Just leave him. Let him be. Okay. Um. Ah no. <laughs> I yes. uh I have I if you would like some of my Coldwell tea. He'll just snatch it out of your hand. Oh God. Very good. And just like hands it down and hands you your cup back. And then you like that. I like make eye contact with Marza, just like. <laughs> Julius, just Julius turns to Chandri uh, based off all of your reactions to Julius's tea over the past couple weeks. Um, 
Julius ha is, is what you can tell is just like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? <laughs> uh, which, which means which means that Julius knowingly offers people the dirt, tea, <laughs> knowing that they will not like it. He's been so learning. Julius is the ultimate troll. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the tea, just like everything else, he just seems to be consuming. Like he's not taking pleasure in this. What? Nope, not gonna ask it. Does I would have noticed what Chandra said before. Does it seem <laughs> like he's compulsively eating? Is it? Is it's like it's like he's it's compulsive. He can't. Yeah, he's cannot. always going. Okay. Well, I guess we're gonna go check out this party. Maybe maybe secure ourselves an invitation. Oh, ho, ho. well, tell them that Mister Munch. Uh, uh, agreed with your company, indeed. <laughs> oh, and uh, do you know anyone with like a ship that we could we could use mm. by? I knew negotiation works, or I once did. Of course, I know many uh, people who ship goods from one place to another uh, for the right price. Of course. Mm. Um, okay. Quick. Uh, did Chandri, what did what was Chandri's arcana on that? And did you share information with us? Uh, I would not discuss this in front of him. So gotcha. I just noticed it and I'll probably mention it when he's out of earshot. Okay. But yeah, right now I wouldn't have been like, no hey worries. guys. No worries. Yeah. Uh, well, fellas, are, are we are we ready to move on? Sure, I feel refreshed. Yes, that was a nice picnic. Thank you for sharing with us. <laughs> when you say sharing, he kind of grunts kind of aggressively, and it's out of character uh, to him, it seems. All right. Uh, well, it was, I mean, by eating our food with you, that's what we meant. I had a lovely time. Okay, great. It was very nice to meet you. I do yeah, not shake his hand because it's probably dirty. I like. Yeah, it's. Oh, yeah. Give like a thank you very much wave. Yep. Uh, and the halflings are are like being just going about their work and are like, okay. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, he just says goodbye, goodbye. Um, as you as you leave, and he just continues to stop. Those are some very strong halflings. Yeah. So as we're like sort of walking away from him, I'll be like, guys. I think that amulet he's wearing might be cursed. Like it shows all the signs. Like he seems to, it seems to affect his mood, his behavior. It seems to be affecting his health. Like, I mean, I, I don't know for sure, but I think there's a good chance that he is in possession of a cursed item. Should we <laughs> oh yeah, try he and, was real weird. Yeah. Should we try and save him from it? I mean... Is it our is Julius? It, you don't happen to know how to cast anything that lifts curses, do you? Um, or is uh, that like high-level magic? Uh, well, I've never tried it, but I'm. I could definitely try. Okay. okay. Um. I mean, we could try and like force it off of him or sneak up on him, but 
I, it's just, I don't know, like with some cursed items, if you touch it, you become cursed. And I would hate for that to happen to one of us. Yeah. Like I, I want to help. Sure I just am not. Problem. Yeah. yeah one, too. I don't think it's our problem. And two, I just don't want any of but us to become cursed. I just <laughs> feel bad. Knowing, yeah. knowing or just considering knowing that he might be cursed. Is it our problem? Is it our responsibility? I mean, we could ask around uh, town to see if yeah. anyone knows him if they're concerned. That's a good idea. Someone more capable of that with that sort of area might be better. Maybe we could let them, I don't know, the mayor know in town or something. He might have a reputation. People might know was, about it already. Was he dressed uh, like a noble? Yeah, yeah, he was dressed very well. It was just like dirty, like covered in food stuff. Okay. Yes, I think maybe if we let someone high up know about it, that would be good. Uh, Jared, I feel like I would know this because I live here. Is there any sort of, like, gathering, like, whether it's a temple or a, I don't know, like a Uh, a community of people who worship Melora, or is that not their style? (laughs) Yeah, there's... um... There, there, there are you know all the religions are represented. So there right. are temples and, mm-hmm. and whatnot, and and holy people and clerics, healers, people that mm-hmm. that deal with these sorts of things. Okay. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, they are mostly in. Uh, get the right part of my notes. Uh, they're they're mostly in the cat, uh, which is where the the it's the center of the city. Uh, the princely seat is there. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the, where court is, and uh, like the the bigger religions are all represented there. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, oh, I know that. and then the there is a minister of the faithful that serves on the court, who is also like uh, oversees the mm-hmm. needs of the faith of the faiths. Yeah, of, like, um, the government you're aware of. Sure. Yeah. Uh. Rather than trying to, like, take this to the mayor or, like, the city guard or whatever, I would try and go to maybe a temple because I know that there are divine magic spells that can lift curses. Um, Rather than trying to get him, like, in trouble or, like, getting, I don't know. Like, rather than going straight to the top, I would maybe see if there's, like, a cleric who could help. For sure. So should that be, and then maybe he, if if we free him, he might be able to hook us up with an invitation. Oh my yeah, goodness! Maybe Ash, party priorities. I mean, I won't say no to a fancy party. <laughs> Thank you. Plus, um, like I mean, like I said, we we might need to do some odd jobs. Like that's a way to meet people who are flush with cash, who have problems that need to be solved by you know entrepreneuring individuals like ourselves. Exactly. I mean, this, we are this, this is how I did my good. job. <laughs> we are pretty good at, you know, solving problems. So. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so is the first the first priority is to hang out at Chandri's and have a big party and then we go to the temple or do we go to the temple first? Well, what time of day, like, how long did it take us to get it, It's starting to be evening. The sun's starting to go down because it takes about a day to go, a uh, day's travel to, to go from Days Inn to Oak. Can we yeah, get we could... on trees? 
Uh, yeah, we should probably board the horses. Actually, what are we going to do with the horses? I mean, we can keep them for now, but we might have to sell oh, them. No. What? We're no. going to be out to sea for who knows how long. But Winnie Cooper is my friend. I mean, we could board them indefinitely. I'm just saying. I don't know how long we're going to be gone. Okay. Well, well, that's a problem <laughs> for, like, future us. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying, about- Sure. Chandri, why Hearts, so talk dark. about it in front of them, okay? okay. Hearts have been shattered with lesser words. For a second, Brown's <laughs> eyes lit up, and then. <laughs> <laughs> all, all Mars is thinking, it's fine. My horse hates me. I don't really care. Oh my gosh. I, okay, so for tonight, we should just board them, and then, you know, when okay. it's time to hit the high seas, we can figure out what we want to do. Who knows? Maybe so. I can find another horse overseas. <laughs> How big is your... She loves an eyebrow to brown. That's hilarious. He doesn't seem to care. <laughs> How big is your place, Chandri? Do you have an... Uh, it's small. It's like a room. It's like a okay. studio. <laughs> we should probably... I, I want to get like a nice place. Not nice. Oh, well, if you don't want to crash at my place, that's fine. I'm going to have a seat no, well, with Chandri. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, if it's one room, like, I... No, it's not what you're used to. Okay, fine. No, all right. Lord Canis, but, you know. (laughs) I will make do because you are my friends. Mm -hmm. And I would love to stay in your lovely home. Okay. Um, Thank you for making such sacrifices for us, Ash. I do what I can. You Um, are an honorable man. Is there a place nearby where Julius can put his roots in? Uh, oh, there, um, there was mention of the mud district. No, no, you don't want to go over there. <laughs> I no. don't think you want a root there, buddy. No. I don't. I don't think it, it's literally mud. I think that's just oh. like a name. I mean, I think there there are probably some like unpaved roads, right? Like some I don't know uh, if you could. In theory, on your side of of Oak, where you live, it's closer to the the ground um and there are like above you know uh, like parks built on top of the stilts so oh yeah yeah so you, you can get yourself a nice park yeah so uh as you travel down the road uh the walls of the road begin to like they begin to start to form walls on either side it's not just depressed into the ground it's actually like built up and when you get to one of these gates that you've been going through you notice that this is actually a type of lock system that if there was a flood coming in that they could divert water into these locks to help protect inland which makes a lot of sense when the whole world was flooded at one point in time Hmm. so like the panama canal yeah What's so, uh, so all the the roads leading into Oak are in this kind of lock formation. They're just open, <laughs> like they haven't been used in a long, long time. There's been some small floods and and stuff from the ocean, but not really anything to worry about. So they kind of are just like on standby. Um, and because there's no real wall, every now and then you see a uh, defensive tower that has been, since been built kind of randomly dotting the landscape uh, in case of some kind of inland invasion, though that's never been a problem. Uh, 
So you see them tower, see the towers, and there is one tower uh, that really stands out. And it kind of, when the light is hitting it uh, as it's setting behind you, you can see it kind of shine and sparkle uh, in a little bit. And Chandra, you know, this is the vigil. And uh, it's the like home, if you will, of the Druidic Order of Watchers. This is kind of like their main place. Uh, so you can see it in the distance closer to the shore uh, mm -hmm. as you are coming down and toward out, toward Oak proper. Uh, and you get close to the mud wall, uh, Chandri, that you know very well. It's, uh, it's more of a berm. It's a big earthen structure. Uh, and it was the high point of the false flood from 750 years ago. So it's like a 12 foot, 12 foot tall earthen ring that comes out from the city and the, the gates go through it, the, the streets and cut through it and the roads cut through it. Um, and then uh, there is a defensible wall built around Oak. Uh, it terminates at large rock cliffs uh, so that Oak itself is built out over a like, inlet of sorts that has deep water for ships to come in but has its own seaward defenses and where the cliffs come in to the land is where the walls of the city are built and there is a, a line of people uh, waiting to get in through the gates and I think that's where we'll pick up on the next episode of Fables of Refuge we'll enter into uh, Oak Proper so all right, well, you've, you've met Mr. Munch, who was one of our first patron NPCs. Uh, he was an early one. Uh, uh, patron Volpus, V-V-A-L-P-U-S. Thank you very much for creating Mr. Munch. Uh, it's a very interesting, uh, interesting character. And I was like, oh, this guy makes sense for him to live out here. <laughs> uh, so thank you very much for his description and his cursed amulet and the way he behaves. That was all Volpus. So I thought it was very, very cool. So thank awesome. you very much for that. Uh, and now that we're in the city of Oak, there's all sorts of people here. So uh, if you made a patron NPC, you may be, uh, be on the lookout. The, uh, the odds <laughs> are high. The odds are high when you're in a... <laughs> They're a, in your favor. Super exciting. It's uh, like if you roll anything below a 19, you fail. So... Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so uh thanks for watching thanks for joining us and as always remember to be kind to one another but never forget to be kind to yourself bye, bye.
Fables of Refuge is Allie Fitzgerald as Marza, Jared Sullivan as our Dungeon Master, Jess Ayers as Tazu, Carter H. Michael as Ash, Laura Daly as Chandri, and myself, David Carmichael, as Julius. The music for this campaign is made by Brian Metalias. This episode is brought to you by a group of arcane sorcerers, stone-cold monks, elite rangers, and eldritch knights who represent our fine supporters on Patreon. These fine folks have all taken it upon themselves to financially chip in to make it possible for me and everyone to be able to put more time and effort to fables. Every penny that goes to fables has gone to improving our consistency, technical quality, and the time to produce more stories for you. You too can get cool perks and roll a natural 20 for an emotional fulfillment by visiting patreon.com slash fablesd20, where you can choose multiple levels of support and gain access to rewards like submitting character names. Hey, we need them. <laughs> Custom full characters. Go above and beyond and make a full-on character that will make an appearance. Or make a character destined to die. Give the character a fatal flaw. Watch that flaw come to fruition and watch them perish. We are regularly working on creating more rewards and perks for our heroic backers. So please head over to patreon.com slash d20. That's F-A-B-L-E-S D20. Appreciate it. Thank you. This episode was an uncut adventure, which we live streamed on Twitch and re-uploaded on YouTube, and then obviously posted on your favorite podcast platform. If you'd like to keep up with us, consider joining our Discord, where we put all our announcements so you know when we go live, when we re-upload on YouTube, and when it drops here on your podcast platform. Go ahead and leave us a five-star review. I can't wait to read what you put. Let us know what you like about the show, which character is your favorite, what encounter, whether it's roleplay or battle, which one is your favorite. Tell us what you like about our show over another D&D show that you've heard before. If this is your first D&D show, tell us what you're digging about it. All right, until next time, thank you very much.